0: Heyo, welcome everyone to Stay in the Scene by Indie Arcade Wave. I'm Joe, your host, and here on In the Scene, we dive into what's happening in the arcade space from new indie developers, arcade owners, and just news in the space in general. Um, I've been in the space for about five years now. I helped create Galactic Battleground, and I've been taking it to trade shows and events all over the country ever since. Now, this week, we're going to dive into an arcade in Texas. I believe this is the first arcade that I've spoken to in Texas, and I'm pretty excited about that. We are planning a two-week trip down there, and this is going to be one of the places that we're going to. So we're going to be out there late January with the Galactic Battleground cabinet, stopping at round two in Dallas. That's just one of our, I believe we have 11 or 12 stops. And I've got uh, the chance to speak with the owner, Kendall, today. He's going to talk about uh, the classic cabinets they have, the retro consoles, the modern systems, the aesthetic they've set up in the arcade, and just what it's been like owning round two Arcade. So how are you doing, Kendall? Hey, thanks, Joe yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm pretty excited. I was going through the Instagram the other day looking at the pictures. It looks pretty sweet. I love all the aesthetic you've built around like the individual consoles. It's like every area has its own lounging couch space. it's it's really unique. I haven't seen a lot of those. but let's just let's jump into like who you are. Um, who is Kendall? What do you do? Sure. Uh, well, as of recently, uh, this is what I do.
1: Uh, We've got uh, an indoor mini golf and bar place called Another Round uh, that opened about three and a half years ago. That's kind of where things started. Uh, We opened that up. It was kind of the first concept of its kind. Uh, There was only one or two other kind of funky mini golf places like ours. Uh, I like to describe it more like art installation than your typical mini golf. It's not pirate mini golf. It's not jungle mini golf. It's no themes. Uh, It's just a super fun, uh, quirky design. Uh, and really focused around making it an immersive, interactive experience. Uh, There's no mechanics on our course. We don't want things that uh, are going to break or robotized. Uh, We want all things that uh, require you and your friends to interact with each other, to make them go around. Uh, One of the holes, for instance, has these floating cubes that are in these nets, and you're supposed to push them into each other. Uh, So you can make the the hole as hard or as easy as you want to with your group um, and we just think it makes for a better experience. And it also makes the gameplay different every time. Um, and so we really kind of lean into that uh, all kind of built by local folks. Uh, we support local brands, uh, beer, liquor. Uh, we have a little pro shop that's got uh, local apparel brands, uh, golf apparel brands, forefathers, bogey bros. Um, and So we're just kind of proud to support uh, local small businesses because that's what we are. Um, And then we got the opportunity this summer uh, to take over a place just down the street from another round called uh, Flashback and turn it into a round two. Um, And so that's where we got into the arcade side of the business. Uh, It was already established as an arcade and bar, uh, but we kind of added a little bit of a twist. It was themed more around uh, the 80s and we kind of turned it into gaming for all generations. So Uh, It's got consoles from Nintendo, Super Nintendo 64 to the 50 plus retro arcades, you know, all the way back from Space Invaders, uh, Galaga up to we just got Killer Queen. Um, And then we also added in these gaming bays uh, that have a Mario gaming bay, a Bowser and then a Ninja Turtle, uh, either with a Switch or an Xbox. Uh, So whatever kind of video games you're into, we've got them. Uh, There's also board games and card games. So, you know, it's just uh, a fun place to hang out. Uh, have a drink
0: uh watch a game and uh have uh, some friendly competition with friends i think that's a a really cool concept um the only other like bar arcade mini golf spot that i'm thinking of is can can wonderland here in saint paul where we have our first galactic battleground and that's really cool to me because it's all local minneapolis artists there's 18 holes every hole was designed by a different person so it has a really cool flair over you know what your standard mini golf course would be like like yeah. obviously you're, you mentioned like the pirates like pirates cove is hu- huge here like uh in brainerd minnesota there's like a massive place with like 10 courses but they all feel every hole feels the same you yeah know, it, it, there's nothing you can really interact with right you know, that's that's unique
1: when we were getting started uh when i mentioned there was like one or only two other places in the country Cancan was one of them uh so we went up to Cancan, uh loved it such uh, a cool spot yeah such a great spot uh we learned some things you know that we wanted to do a little differently than can can has it's its own amazing space uh but it was great to see kind of what they were doing um and we were excited to kind of bring something with our own flavor
0: uh to texas yeah i i love that you mentioned like uh you already have an indie game you just do you have killer queen in there right now or it's coming
1: yeah actually yesterday it landed yesterday uh in our site so i was super pumped to get it uh i've got three kids and they were thrilled
0: to go and check it out uh because it's a great game yeah, I know you guys have a really big scene down there. I, I know Dallas is pretty big. I think Austin has a, a fairly big scene too. Um, so you guys already have a bunch of players down there. I know some of the best players like are down in Texas. Um, and I guess that leads me to other indie games like us, Gal- Galactic Battleground. I emailed you and you said it seems like a really cool concept and you want a demo. What was it about the game that made you interested in doing a demo? Uh, you know, I'd say first and foremost, it comes down to,
1: uh, you know, wanting to support all players kind of small businesses entrepreneurs because uh, you know it was a huge leap of faith for us to open up the Arcanum bar three and a half years ago uh, unfortunately the timing was right at the start of the pandemic uh, so that really threw a wrench in our plans for getting off the ground uh, you know silver lining uh, this much time later uh, we were able to learn a lot from it get stronger from it uh, but you know going through something like that and I imagine you know even if there wasn't a pandemic the the growing brains of any small business, anybody trying to do something different and new is uh, incredibly difficult so uh, when you reached out and said it was a game that you guys had created trying to test out uh, saw some of the videos of people really getting around it kind of gave me those uh, early killer Queen vibes uh, excited to check it out have it out our space bring in others um, and get a good taste for it uh, I love video games you know I I was born in the 80s um, and I remember my parents got the original Nintendo uh as really something they, i think it was supposed to be for me but i remember uh they played it more than i did but you know i, I grew up with uh that and then the, all the other video games from there um and so you know just i'm super excited
0: to try it out yeah i'm i'm excited to come down there uh, i've never been to texas so it's gonna be my first time visiting big cowboys fan so you know dallas yeah, is you a go. good, good spot to be <laughs> um i'm i'm really interested in the aesthetic of the arcade obviously like so many arcades that I've been to around the country are so jam-packed and tight, and there's there's like no space to move around. seems like you guys have a couple like pretty good islands of classic games, and then you have these lounging spaces for each individual console. I thought it was really cool, the aesthetic, like all the, the design and stuff that went into each individual space. Was that something you guys did in-house, or did you bring a designer in to do that stuff?
1: Yeah, we partnered with uh, a group that helped us with some of the design at Another Round. Uh, so we had the idea for what we wanted to do, um, but, you know, we with everything we do, you know, we, we want to partner with experts to make sure we do it right. Because we're not and we don't pretend to be experts in anything. We weren't experts in mini golf. We weren't experts in bar programs. Uh, but we partnered with the right people, uh, local folks that could help us um, and brainstorm with us and help us put these things together. Um, and we've got, yeah, three gaming lounge areas um, that are set up perfect for groups to come out. I mean, it's interesting to see how they kind of transform use during the day. Uh, because, you know, on a Saturday uh, afternoon, it'll be uh, maybe a couple kids or a family with a birthday party uh, playing. And they're like many living rooms. So they're playing, you know, uh, Smash Brothers or they're on the Xbox playing FIFA. Um, and then at night, uh, it's a group of 20 somethings playing Mario Party together and in, uh, in the lounge. And, um, you know, it, again, it's just kind of neat to see uh, not just the lounges, but even as I've gotten to kind of really uh interact more as an arcade owner uh and see how people uh engage with the games just how different generations uh interact with different games and what everyone's got something that they appeal to uh i'd say the only downside i've kind of seen of uh, having an arcade is uh as somebody who wants to be a, a people pleaser which is hard to do uh but everybody always wants something else there's so many arcade games uh, all different types Uh, you wish you could have them all but to your point uh if you try to go too crazy with it then it becomes a crowded space and um kind of takes away a little bit of the uh engagement that you get with your group of friends or uh your significant other or whomever
0: yeah i agree i mean i went to galloping Ghost with my wife absolutely loved it super super fun um some of the rarest games you're ever gonna find on the planet but it was so packed, you know, there wasn't a lot of room to move around. There wasn't a lot of room for people to hang out, you know, like you can play the games and have a good time, but there wasn't a lounge area and having a lounge area and an arcade is really cool. Uh, Especially if you've got a bar as well, like being able to relax and chill. So I'm curious about the first, the first business you started, right? So we're talking, we're talking about the mini golf bar. Where did that concept come from and how did you go from like, I have this idea to actually opening your doors and starting the business.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, the business has been open for three and a half years, but the journey for it started, you know, probably at least two years in advance. Uh, My wife and uh, I would go on vacations and uh, we'd bring our kids and we'd go to, say, like the beach in Florida uh, for a few days. And we'd come back and say, hey, what's your favorite part of the trip? And it was the uh, one hour that we went and played mini golf over the, you know, two or three days at the beach. And it's like, all right. I mean, it was a blast. Uh, and so uh, we come back to Dallas and the weather here is pretty temperamental these days uh, where are uh, pretty extreme these days where, um, you know, we'll have months of 100 degrees and then we'll have two or three months of 30 degrees. Uh, and there's just not that many mini golf places that can kind of sustain that year over year. Um, so we're pretty limited in offerings. So we're, uh, you know, we're disappointed. We're like, you know, there's an opportunity to bring some more mini golf to town. Um, you know, we thought if we were going to do it, you know, we didn't want to do the, like I said, the themed mini golf. It's kind of been done. Thought, you know, there's an opportunity to do something different. To kind of take, you know, the game. And I wouldn't say necessarily modernize it like some people are doing now. They've got like digital scoring and things. But just to kind of take a new spin on it. And then, you know, like I said, with the weather, we we're like, well, we got to do it indoors so, you know, we can play year round. Um, and if we're going to do it inside, love to have a drink with it. Uh, we found an amazing space uh, right outside of downtown Dallas. It's got a big patio on the back. So even when the weather's great, you got patio games and tables, pickleball court out there now, but I guess back to the story. So that's where we kind of got the idea what we wanted to do. And then to create a unique concept, you know, it took a year and a half to get through uh, the city with permits and, you know, well, what do we classify this as? And does it really fit this type of zoning and, you know, all those kind of weird challenges. And then with the, as you would see the, the unique design of it uh even more head scratching from the contractors for how to pull it off what materials to use um and i would say it's probably the most interesting piece of building out a mini golf course is uh we really minimize the use of astroturf that was intentional because we wanted to be different uh but depending on what materials you use the hardiness the uh, friction the Uh, amount of uh, kind of bounce that the ball's going to get and the transition from surfaces. There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, On one of our holes, our most uh, popular hole, I think the cone hole, um, we probably spent two days just tinkering with how a ball would come out of the tube to make sure that every time it would be a hole in one. Um, And that's just kind of the quirkiness of uh, building out a mini golf course um, and really trying to make sure that, you know, you're being true to the game, even if you're doing a little differently.
0: Yeah. It's just constant tinkering, little adjustments, little changes here and there. And, and I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's at a standpoint where like the ball is the whole game. So you don't want to ruin the way that the ball moves and you don't want to make it do something unexpected. Right. Yeah.
1: And you know, uh, the tinkering thing, that's another part that I've kind of quickly kind of really, uh, enjoy learning on the arcade side is. Uh, these machines are, you know, 30, 40 years old now, right. plus, and, uh, you know, there's they've got their own quirks uh, with screen issues and button issues and, uh, you know, getting to learn that some of the intricacies with those and, uh, you know, twist this a little bit, rock this, you know, hit this button and this button at the same time inside of it to reset it or put it on free play. Uh, it's all, you know, its own kind of interesting challenge, but
0: Um, it's something you just really come to appreciate, and every game's its own beast, you know, they're all a little different, a little different depending on who developed them, who made them, and all that stuff. And that's that's one benefit of the indie games, is you know, it's all modern hardware. Obviously, we're trying to stay Mm -hmm. true to the classics, we want to have the retro vibe, that energy. Um, We've had people mention that they remember playing it as kids when they played Galactic Battleground, it's only been out for you know five years and they're in their 40s, so they couldn't have done that, but um, it's a benefit of the fact is, like, we've had one cabinet in Fort Lauderdale for about four years now, and all we've had to do is replace a joystick. That's the nice. the only thing that's gone wrong in four years. So, um, you know, you're, you're getting new hardware, which doesn't break down as much benefit, but also you're yeah. losing the retro stuff. So you, you found this arcade down the street from you. You already have an idea of, like, how to run a business, how to get people in there why did you feel like going with video games and arcade and that that era was the next move in your business journey?
1: Yeah. So, um, great question because that's what really got me kind of excited about, uh, wanting to, uh, kind of put our own twist on it, which is I went with our kids and, uh, as we were kind of getting interested in taking this over, we went to several arcades in town just to kind of, you know, the vibe kind of see how people are interacting um, and I, I really noticed that with my kids and other kids in general you know they don't have uh, you know there's obviously some exceptions but generally they don't have the excitement around the retro arcades you know folks that are adults like we do that kind of grew up going to arcades and uh, even generations beyond us you know were the initial ones going to arcades and you know I thought well hey you know It doesn't have to be one or the other. Because then there was a place that we went up to in North Dallas up in Plano that was only new games. So it was PlayStations, Xbox, Switch, and PC gaming, which I love. And I thought it was a great concept, but it didn't have any of the retro stuff. Um, So it was like, you know, you could go to one or the other. You know, you can go to some of the places like Dave and Buster's and Main Event, which is bigger down here in the South. Um, I'm not sure how nationwide they are, but they've got. Games that are arcade games that have newer twists, but you know, it's not the handhelds that a lot of kids grow up with today. And if anything, they're just trying to relate more to apps that people play on their tablets or smartphones. And so, we just thought, hey, there's a unique opportunity, just bring the spectrum, like have the array of games, um, let people play them together, experience them together. Uh, one of the coolest things I've seen is when a family comes in and the mom or the dad sit down in front of the original Nintendo and it's like hopping on a bike and they just breeze through level one, one. And the kids are like, whoa, you know, how'd you do that? Where'd you learn this from? They're like, this is, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know where this came from and then see that family get engaged and uh, they really enjoy that together. Um, You know, that's something that we're just trying to kind of lean into and make the whole space about is um, enjoying video games, uh, no matter what they are, uh, appreciating the different types um and just giving all that exposure
0: yeah i think that's that's awesome having that that blend like you saw just like with the mini golf you saw something that was missing and you were like we can bring this here let's just put it right next to the mini golf and buy this arcade and turn it into what we think it it should be for the space and you brought up the fact of like just trying to make phone games in the arcade now like dave and busters literally has flappy bird and temple run like those games are in giant cabinets so they genuinely are just taking phone games and putting them in arcade cabinets and they're you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's not as, as fun, I guess. I I, I don't like them on the phone personally, but teach their own. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think it's, it's really cool what you guys have done. And clearly you have a pretty good stance on like how to run these businesses, how to make them grow. So what advice would you give for someone that's looking to open up an arcade, maybe even in a similar situation to you where they kind of buy an arcade, that's not doing great.
1: Yeah. Um, it's tricky. Um, you know, there's no, uh, straight formula for success. I, I don't think, you know, it all takes kind of knowing uh, your market, uh, knowing uh, what kind of people in your area are looking for. Uh, that was one of the reasons we also uh, were interested in this because we wanted to take it again in a different direction uh, that it was previously going uh, because we thought, um, and, you know, fortunately for us, it was in our neighborhood in the area right next to uh, just down the street from our uh, mini golf place. And we thought, you know, that's not resonating as well as it should because it's not connecting as well as it should with the neighborhood, the area it's in. Um, and so that's, that's what we thought was the opportunity. Um, so, you know, I, I really would focus on making sure you're really thoughtful and intentional about, uh, kind of the real estate aspect, where is it going to be? And then based off of where it's going to be, who are you targeting? Because, um, and, and, even between our two concepts that are right down the street from the other, um, literally a mile apart, Uh, mini golf and an arcade, but we have very different customers we've already seen in uh, four months. Um, And so we adjusted our menu because we adjusted, when we came into round two, we adjusted our menu to be more like the menu that we have at the mini golf place another round. But then we saw in 30, not even 60 days that that's actually not what the customers there want. They want more local classic drinks, not uh, craft drinks, not, you know, these uh, maybe a little more offbeat signature cocktails. They want staples done what, right. Um, and so we're perverting the menu to staples because that's what the people want. That's what they are looking for. Um, so, you know, just you have to understand uh, the area and who your customer is going to be. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, I think the other part, important part is know your calling card, um, meaning why do people want to come here and how do we engage appropriately with programming that gets people excited to come there. Uh, the first and third Thursday of every month uh, we have gaming tournaments. So whether it's smash brothers uh, you know, we just did the new mortal Kombat. Um, you know, rotate the games, smash brothers is the most popular, but um, that we do, but, and then, you know, we'll start to do killer queen, but being able to interact with customers that way to give them the opportunity to kind of get to know each other uh, for some folks, they come in and they play elsewhere um, and so it's just a new spot to come in and compete. Um, that's fun. You know, we're gonna start uh in January we're waiting for the holidays to wrap uh kids esports tournaments on Sundays in the afternoon. Um, and then we, you know, next uh in three days, it's a new game of the month for us. So uh like for December, it's gonna be Space Invaders. Um we're gonna put a scoreboard and whoever has the top score for the month of December. Uh, I was going to get a free two bay rental party for 20 um, by the, at the end of the month uh, for that high score. Um, So, you know, again, just, you know, thinking about what are you going to be able to do outside of just say like, here's an arcade, you know, we build it. uh, We hope you come uh, versus giving them a reason to be excited to come um, check it out, uh, do something a little different than kind of what else is any other offerings. Um, I think that's kind of, uh, two critical pieces to look at if you're going to start something in this space
0: I think that's great advice I mean you know there's there's so many arcades especially arcades bars opening constantly around the US so you need to find a way to differentiate yourself from the others and stand out and make people want to come to your location specifically make you, you want them to see you as their home arcade they can always visit other arcades but you're their home arcade yeah. and I think you guys did a great job of finding a place to do that
1: Thanks. And one other piece I, I do want to add in there is don't uh, stick to what you want. Don't get, you know, fooled by something like I would like to have this. This is the game, type of games I like to play versus what is what is your customer? Exactly. What are yeah. the games your customers want to play? What are they asking for? That's what you gear geared towards, uh, because, you know, we first thought, you know, when we open it, everyone's like, oh, you know, are you going to get ski ball? Are you going to get Papa Shot? Um, are you going to get Killer Queen? And, you know, I was like, you know, hey, those are, you know, pretty space intensive games. And we don't have that massive of a space. Uh, we've only got 4,000 square feet. Right. Um, I was like, so I'd really eat into it. Um, but as we started to kind of, again, think about, you know, what are we what are we going after? We're going after that interactive arcade experience, meaning people to people. Even though you're in front of a, a machine, it's we still want, we're still wanting to engage people with people. Not just the individual me in the versus the arcade, and Killer Queen embodies the multiple person engagement that we really want to lean in towards. Like we have the console areas in the living room, Um, and so you know we think you know we thought we all right we got to do we got to pull the trigger on Killer Queen when we have the opportunity. Um, So yeah, now we've got it, and we're excited to have again another kind of interactive uh, game for people to enjoy together.
0: Right. I mean, people go to arcades to gather with other people. I mean, you don't usually go to an arcade to be solitary and be away from people. If you wanted to do that, you'd stay home on your PC or your console. You know, yeah, that's, that's what you do. Now. That's all I had for you, Kendall. So I guess just mm-hmm. shout out social media so that people can follow along with your businesses.
1: Sure. Appreciate it. Uh, it's at uh across uh, social spectrums, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, and then for... The mini golf place it's another dot round dot dallas um you can check out kind of see some of the funkiness and the quirkiness that's what we try to highlight in our feed so uh you know check us out and you know as you mentioned for advice if uh, anybody wants to reach out i'm happy to engage with anybody um i love t- talking to other entrepreneurs or people interested so um you know don't be shy
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Kendall. I appreciate it. I'm yep. going to throw all those links down in the description so people can check out uh, both of the, the arcade and the mini golf. But yes, like I said, thank you. Uh, if you're still watching, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us a ton. The wave will continue to grow and we will all ride it together. We have the new shirts for Galactic Battleground and Indie Arcade Wave on our website, as well as our four-player Konami uh, and four-player tabletop Galactic Battleground cabinets there too. But until next time, peace. Thanks, Jeff.